All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Than Never. <laughs> Shit. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. Are you? The horniest went up to like 11. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I would say a good afternoon. Tyler Yorensha must go to Cinco de Mayo. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Better late than never with bagged milk. Better late than never with bagged milk. To better late than never. Better late than never. Better late than never. Five if you don't agree. Long live Arby's. Special edition of the podcast today. We've been trying to make it work for a minute now. I've got my guy Dukes. Dukes, not Dukes. Sitting in the room with me today. We tried to make it work for last weekend. I got sick. You were jet lagged. Shit happens. That's it, man. I drank a whole I drank a whole lot of jet lag at Greta on Friday night. Um, uh, yeah, I bet you yeah, did. I blame I blame Jay. I well, you know what? We can blame Jay for a lot of things. We're oh. gonna get through the whole trip. He's away for two weeks, so like somebody's got to shit I, on him. I, by the time he gets home, I'll be gone. I can blame him for everything. One hundred percent. Yeah, oh. you'll be gone. You'll be home. Back exactly. in the sun, out of the snow. Yeah, back in the desert, sweating it out. We're gonna be talking about the whole thing. Got Dukes here. We're going to be doing a special episode of BLTN here today. First, got to give a shout out to the audio department, theaudiodepartment.ca. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this. Go ahead. Mr. Milk. But (laughs) the audio department works to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. 
Sounds pretty fucking good to me. Pretty good to me. The audio department.ca. Go book some studio time, record a podcast like this. That's it. Get it done. How's the trip been, man? Like, I don't even know where to start with you. I don't either. Like, it's honestly, it's been absolutely wild. Like, I've been here, I think, like eight days now. Yeah. Which even feels crazy. Like, it feels like I just got here. But, like, even those first few days before I had even stepped foot in Rogers, like, it's just, it just blows my mind from, like, the little things of just walking around and, like, seeing people with... I saw a, a guy in the Vancouver airport with an oilless hat on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, like, that's so sick. And then I'm like, well, duh, we're lining up for a flight to Edmonton. <laughs> like, that's, you know. But, yeah, so, like, walking around, seeing people with jerseys, seeing, like, you know, shops with Oilers flags or like nation stickers or whatever, even like random businesses. I was talking about the other day that like random businesses that sponsor like the, the telecast or something on like, you know, anything to do with hockey over the past decade. Yeah. I don't even know what that business sells, but I see their name on a building and I'm like, no. oh, that's, that's, yeah, like all the industrial buildings coming up from the airport. Um, you know, the weather, seeing the snow, like I got here and it was like that well, shitty bit hilarious. of like shitty bit of brown snow on the ground, like yeah. in the gutter, like and nothing. Cause we went for dinner on Thursdays. So yeah. We've been here maybe a day or two and we went out for dinner Yeah, and we were talking about the snow. Cause at that point it was kind of nice out and we're just like, Oh, you know, it's kind of a bummer. You didn't get any snow when you were here and you were like, well, I got to see a little bit of the gutter oh, yeah, snow. Yeah, like the every, brown shit. yeah. Everyone's like, Oh, it's so bad. You didn't get to see any good snow. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is still awesome. <laughs> and then the next day we had that like, fucking big day. bucket down. And so like, I remember like I got up and you know, the blackout blinds closed opened them and I was just like whoa like the parking like the view from my hotel room is a parking lot yeah so nothing to look at but like it's just white yeah and the buildings across the road whatever their roofs are white and even just like I just sat there for like 30 minutes like you know just sat there and watched the snowfall because I'd never seen it got a nice dose of minus 22 exactly so like Wanye said he was like oh those first few days he's like he hasn't earned shit and then like I got through those few days, and he's like, yeah, you've earned your stripes now. Like, it's proper Kind of the way it is. Weather. And that's cool, man. Like, I'm glad that I had a few days, like, like a changeover mm-hmm. in a way. Like, you know, I left, I left Queensland last week, and I think it was like 36, 38 degrees, something like that. Yeah. So, like, to come here right to minus 20 would have, like, sucked a uh, like, 60 degree swing. Been pretty shit. Yeah. So, to have a few days of, like, just, you know, positive two and then like minus two and like around that sort of zero it was good to like get me into it but now like today i was in my room until well it was like quarter past 12 and i messaged dangerous Wade. i was like oh what time were you all meeting yeah boy dangerous Wade like, today here at dog like, patch organized a nice yeah. little wine luncheon for everybody yeah it was re- really nice and i've been looking forward to that but um i said oh we didn't he's like oh bit of Brad and his and his wife's already there, like, you know, I'm I'm still at home and I'm like he's like, I feel really bad. I'm like, shit, dude, I'm still in my bed in my hotel room. Like and I was like, Oh, we didn't really have a set time, did we? And he's like, Yeah, twelve. <laughs> and it was like twenty past twelve. And I was like, All right, I might get up and like have a shower. Um but yeah, like even just, you know, having mornings in bed like but even coming out walking out to wait for my Uber, like he was caught in traffic or whatever. And it was like minus seventeen. Yep. And I'm still, I'm just standing there like, yeah, you know, it's cool. Like sitting, I'm standing on my phone like I would back home waiting for an Uber. And like, I've never experienced temperatures even close to this. Yeah. But it took like three days and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. 
Where's on you? Oh, like I was saying to Tyler the other day, like I'm sure like if I, if, if I was here for like three months and I had like two weeks of this, I'd be like, all right, you can fuck off now. Like I'm sick of the snow. There's always like, I'm sure you've heard people tell you, but there's always like a two or three week window in the winter where it gets down to minus, you haven't had a minus 40. No. But like when it gets down to that couple days, you're like, okay, fine. It's going to pass. But then week, two weeks, you're like, fuck, I need this off. Oh yeah. I need to go. I'll, um, we, we had like six weeks over Christmas where it was like plus 40 every day. Yeah. So like, you know, minus 20 is plenty enough. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, you don't need any more. And everywhere, like obviously everywhere inside's heated and like my hotel has like the two front doors. So, you know, like, but they've got this massive big fuck off heater, like in the doorway. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm like, all right, I don't, I put a bit of gear on like as I'm walking downstairs as I'm in the lift I like start to put more and more on and it's like just as you go outside just as you're walking out the door it smacks you with this heat and like just lets you get a little bit sweaty so when you walk outside your face just freezes sure and then the opposite when you're coming back in yep by the time I even get to the elevator, I'm like, I need to take off like three quarters of these fucking Makes you feel alive though. So like apologies to anyone in my hotel that shared my elevator with me because I've been either getting dressed or undressed <laughs> in that elevator like every day since I've got it. Listen, here. free show. Come on. Oh, well, that's it. You know, come to Edmonton for a little vacay, get a free show from Australian stripping yeah, or dressing yeah, in, the, yeah, in the elevator. Exactly. You know, like if they don't like the small talk, they, you know, maybe this will. Let's talk about the games you've been at. Yeah. Four, four. so far. Yeah. First two. Not yeah. I, well. How many have you been? You have four. Four. First two, not ideal. Yeah, school wise, weren't great. I mean, the Flames game was awful. Oh man, but even like just from my position, like even to think to even like watching like last week from home. You go in early for warmies, right? Like you checking the whole. Yeah, thing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried to like not every game. I've made it early enough, sure. but if like I do when I can. Um. The first game I, I walked in, I remember I walked like halfway down the stairs and just kind of like looked up and I just kind of like froze. And like it just was like, oh my God. Like, what do you I'm, think of the building? I'm actually here. Oh, fucking unreal, dude. Like everything, like even without that, even if we had the worst building in the fucking league, even if we had the Saddle Dome, mm. I would have still, I was just like taken aback. You know, Fleury was there in in goal, warming up. Yep, our boys were down the other end. But even that, like looking up, there's banners. There's the, oh my! I've watched this, you know, arena at home hundreds of times in mm-hmm. the last, you know, however long there's been fucking playing there, and now I'm like finally there. And it was at the point where, um, you know, everyone's trying to find their seats, and then Was kept like kind of poking me, like, you know, come on, man, like keep walking. And I look behind, everyone's like lining up like oh, hurry up dude because <laughs> yeah, i'm just having this you're moment soaking it in and then i realized like i actually walked down like three or four past our rows so then we had to turn around and like go back up but um and then that battle of alberta like i had my um my friend from calgary come up i've known her like 20 years first time i've actually met her in, in person awesome yeah like first internet friend before social media was big and it was right. like we met on a nirvana forum like oh, a nirvana yeah. fan forum oh, in yeah. like oh two oh three yeah absolutely and then like to be able to watch the game with her like she's you know born and raised she's like i was born a calgary fan like she never had a choice my first oilers jersey in 2014 
I PayPal'd her money and she went to like the local sports store. Get? Do you remember? It was just a blank. Gotcha. Um, it's the Reebok. You know, yeah. I didn't have much money back then. I didn't really know any players. Yep. This is the plain blue home sweater. And then um, Saturday night when, when we like went to the game, to, like I got to wear that jersey. It's awesome. old and like ratty now. Like the the big front emblem's like real frayed and I've had to super glue it back on in bits. And I mean, it's 10 years old, but it was really cool to like not only wear that jersey to like, you know, get to chill out with her, but also like we got to watch that game together. We had really good tickets because, you know, people here have been ridiculously... Let's talk about that for a second. <sighs> the I, amount of just love you've gotten since you got here, is it overwhelming for you at least a little oh, bit? or just- m- Most definitely, man. Like, this trip was already overwhelming in itself. Like, before I even got here, it was like, I've been looking forward to this for so long. And even when, even before it was like a, an actual plan, it was always like that, like, oh, one day I'll get, go over there type yeah. trip. So when I finally got to planning it, it's already something I've wanted to do for like years. And then even just getting here, like on the Tuesday, you know, dropped my bags off at the hotel full of adrenaline, just went for a walk and just standing outside the arena was just like, you know, fucking holy shit. Like I'm really here. And then, yeah, like just the, the generosity of everyone. So if you don't know what we're talking about, Dukes is over here, obviously. He's coming on his Oilers trip, wanting to come see the boys. But Nation Citizens, as everybody knows who's been around for a while, are just the best people. And when they found out that you were coming here, the amount of people that reached out to you to either offer just information or, in this case, giving you tickets, anything in a like recommendations, all the stuff that people are flooding you with has been really incredible. It's it's wild. Like if I, you know, if I sat here last, if I sat at home last week before I came over here and thought, okay, you know, if this trip, if this trip went perfectly, like what would you describe? Man, it's been so much better than that. And like the generosity of people, whether it's just, oh, hey man, if you need a ride, like I live near downtown. If you need a ride anywhere, like while you're here, let me know and I'll see what I can do or people offering yeah like giving me tickets to games or like when i went when i was at that wild game the other night in the first intermission or one of the intermissions someone just tapped i was with was someone taps was on the shoulder hands him two beers i was like yeah good on you boys have a good one walked away and i'm like who's that and was is like i don't know man it's like people are stopping me for like selfies in the in the in the concourse and like even just like i haven't been able like to keep up with Twitter, like I have been so inactive on Twitter since I've been here just because every time I open that app, I have like a hundred notifications. I'm not normally that popular. Like I don't normally have to deal with that. So like there's so many messages that I've like, I go to message someone and I'm like, oh crap, they, they text me like three days ago and I just never saw it. So like I'm doing my best. I'm not just, you know, being a rude cunt, but like, yeah, even just people wishing me well and, like, chiming in and saying, like, glad you're here, hope you have fun. And then, you know, like, I downloaded the app for the Rogers Arena, like, you know, where mm-hmm. you have your tickets and that. Sure. And um, I opened it up and I was like, oh, yeah, I think I've got, like, you know, four, six tickets. I'm like, I had, like, 12 or 16. 
that people are just like sending me. Well, because the interesting thing is like I've been just so I'd pop over to your Twitter account just to see like, oh, is mm. he tweeting? Where, where is he at? Like, what are you doing? I got two tickets to give away, and I just it makes me laugh because I just oh, it's so incredible to see that this is and the it, trip that you're having and because it's wild, people man. want you like, to have a great time. Like here. I was like, man, if I can go to two games while I'm here, yeah. just buy like nosebleeds whatever just to say like just so i could i've been in the barn mm-hmm. and i'll happily just find a bar because you know when i'm watching game it's one o'clock on a wednesday afternoon at home yep normally i'm working during it so like i'll have my phone out and can tweet every now and then but it's mostly background or even if it is the weekend and like it's you know two in the afternoon or something i'm sitting down i might be having a beer but like i'm sitting on the couch by myself yep you know, luckily for this this community, like I can jump on Twitter during a game, yep. And there's a few hundred Oilers fans in my pocket that instantly we can talk to about goals and yeah. talk gifts, and like I can yell in Wanya in caps lock, and he'll yell back at you. All that shit, yeah. It's like I'm glad that when I came in here the other day to do real life, like that he was the one who like left because I was like, I don't think this room's big enough for like both our caps locks at the one time. <laughs> Um, but even that, just like meeting, like, you know, meeting him and meeting everyone, it's just been, even people that just want to come and say hi, like that's just, well, from my perspective, that's crazy. We went out for dinner yeah, and I, I remember I was going to, I was going to meet you and I was just like, I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, we chat kind of via our voicemail, which we're going to get to. There's a lot of people that wanted to chime in and ask Mm. you some stuff. Of course. And we just picked it up like we had always just been kind of hanging out. Oh, that's and that's what I said to people. I was like, oh, yeah, that was that first, you know, like, oh, hey, okay, nice to meet you. You know, whatever. I'm in it. Like, I've never seen what you look like or whatever because I'm not here. Yeah. And even that, but it was like once that, like, after that first, like, 20 seconds, like, as soon as we sat down at the table, it was just like talking shit. Yeah, we're just bullshitting. Well, like, yeah, the first time, um, the first night I got here, I just kind of did my little walk around and then I was like, oh, I'll head back to the room and like have a chill and then I'll, you know, might just order in or like whatever. It's been a big fucking day of travel. And was messaged and was like, hey, like, you know, uh, he, he and his girlfriend were going to try out um, this Korean barbecue place. And he's like, oh, do you want to come? I was like, oh, yeah, why not? But then, you know, like, so... 40 minutes later, half an hour later, however fucking long it was that, you know, he pulls up out the front and I go and jump in the car and it wasn't like, oh my God, like, and he was the, f- that was the first person I'd met because it was day one and it wasn't like, oh my God, it's, it was just like, oh, hey bro, what's up? And like little fist bump and I was like, oh, hey, you know, nice to meet you to to, to Cass and all that. And it was funny because like on the one hand it is like oh my god like i've talked to some of you guys for like eight or nine years and now i'm finally meeting you in person but at the same time like you say it's not like that because we've already been talking nights it's like oh what's up man like how you going yeah and like even you know talking to tyler or jay at the you know ran into them in the on, on the concourse at the game uh last week and I was like, oh, hey, man. And they're like, oh, how, how's your trip going? Whatever, rah, rah. And then it's just like normal conversation as if like I run into them all the time type shit. Like it's just been – and everyone, everyone like that, you know, not just nation people but like just everyone around. Like and even, you know, we, uh, we had Brandon and, and his partner mm-hmm. and Jack uh, over as well. 
Jack left this morning and Brandon, his partner, left the day before. But like, so you, I heard you guys uh, got after it pretty hard after the they missed their flight. Yeah, the they morning. missed, but that was all on them. Like, luckily, <laughs> the the bar we were at was like right near my hotel. Yeah, and I was like, well, you guys have to fly out tomorrow, so like, you know, it's on. You know, whenever you guys want to wrap up, like, you know, don't stay on my account. I'll just go back to my room. And they were like, no, like you know, first. They, they, it was their last night. They finally got a win because every game they went to was a loss. Yep. You know, they'd been to that bar a lot. The staff were all, like, upset that they were leaving and, like, trying to, like, you know, hey, why don't you just drink this one? more. You know what I mean? Do a little more. And, um, <laughs> and they were just kind of like, oh, you know, fuck it. Like, it's our last night. Like, we'll be right. Like, tomorrow's going to suck anyway. So, like, who cares if we're hungover because it's already going to be dog shit. Yep. And then, yeah, I, I, I woke up at, like, lunchtime and they are like, got a message, like, yeah, we missed that flight. Yeah, you sleep when you're dead sometimes. Yeah, one of oh, nights. exactly. And, like, I'm lucky. My flight's not – my flight's, like, 8 p.m. on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'll just check out of the hotel at, like, 10 in the morning and just go and wait at the airport. Like, I'll, you know, much easier to make that flight than a 7 a.m. one. But, um, but even just hanging out with those guys, like, we'll be on the concourse – and like brand, like heaps of people would recognize like Brandon or or Jack or so people would just be like oh hey like you're the guy from like Illinois like how's your trip going on to jail you're the guy from England and so even though like you know they might be someone that like follows them it was still cool to like even though I'm having the same experience and like being the guy like the tourist in town and it was still really cool when someone else would go up to like Brandon or Jack and be like. Oh hey, like yeah, you, you're the guy from out of town. Like, how are you finding it? And it's interesting and, like, because that was cool from Edmonton. It's not like Edmonton isn't like a huge touristy hub, right? It's mm. not like you're going to LA. It's not like you're even going to Vancouver, or Toronto. Yeah, it's just this community is not necessarily on the beaten path of travel. So to have you guys come in and just love the city and embrace what we're doing and mm. love the Oilers, obviously, is it's. I think people really connect to that because. We're Edmonton as fuck, and we're proud of it. And, oh, and to have you guys embrace it as well has just been really, really fun oh, to watch. And that's it. And I think I touched on the other day too, but like, and I've I've only been here, I've been here like nine days, so that's enough. Um, but like, it's so easy to see like that the pride in this town and like why everyone like gives a shit and they're actually like proud to be from here. Sure, it kind of reminds me of like Newcastle back home in New South Wales is a bit similar, really working class, blue collar, almost feels like a big town rather than a small city. Yeah. And like, I lived there for three years and same vibe. Like they really get around the rugby league team, big mining industry, all that sort of just, you know, and it's that same sort of vibe. Like people from other places in Australia, but go on Newcastle's nice, like a few nice beaches, but like, yeah, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But people from Newcastle, like they'll, you know, you could give them $10 million to travel around the world and what's your favourite city and they'll still say Newcastle. Yeah. But I feel like, and like that, not necessarily in a bad way, but I feel feel like the same with Edmonton. Yeah. It's like you kind of have to go there and experience it yourself. If I just told you the things I like about Edmonton, you'd be like, oh, yeah, fine, makes sense, whatever. But like if you actually come here and experience it and there's been nothing huge where I've gone like, one particular thing where I'm like, fuck me, mate, like this city is awesome. 
it's just been the entire experience from when I got here like to now like it's just been incredible every little thing about it like people are so friendly nation citizens going out of their way to just be nice which nation staffer is the worst let's just get to business here oh um here let's well we're loading the gun you're loading the gun fuck how many bullets you got oh we'll see no there's a few Right. Few sprint there. Yeah, well, Chalmers can call. Oh, he's not really a staff member, is he? he just no, kind of tags really. in for a podcast. I guess he is technically on payroll. Oh, fuck! I wouldn't. What, I hope he's on piece work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah if, of if course. he's on a salary, that yeah, that's bad business. No, no that's just bad math for us. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, keeping it twenty four there, Chalmers. Um, <laughs> you dick. Yeah, you're not here now. I can say what yeah, I want. You say whatever you want. Motherfucker, try and try and cut me off from speaking now, yeah, Chalmers. We do whatever we want. Son this is my bitch. show now. Yeah, that's it. I got no way to be. I, I'm going to be talking for the next six hours. Strap yourself in. Um, I don't even know, man. Like, <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to no. You know, I'm going to. I'm just going to pick one that sure. I haven't met yet. Yep. because I haven't met them yet. So, Gavin. Yep, mate. I've been in your city nine days. Come on, Gav. Why you, Why do you hate me? What like? Why are you hiding from? Why are you ducking, Dukes? Yeah, bro. Like, come on, man. I thought we. Were, I thought thought we were mates. You know, but apparently not. Apparently not. Boardsy only started following me like two days ago, so I let that slide. All right. Well, at least he got there. There's a few that have like just jumped on. I'm like, oh, you've oh, known who okay. I am for years, and you only yeah. All right. The other day when I was out with uh, to dinner with Was, I was like, yeah, Tyler doesn't even follow me on social because he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I want to pick on him a bit. But I'm like, we don't really talk much. <laughs> so, like, I don't want him to just be like, oh, who, like, this guy's a dick. Like, if I just, pick, I'm like, I probably should at least have a relationship with him before. Well, then that gives me an excuse to push this. But then I got. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. So I got Kick back me to the in the gym the other night, and, like, my <laughs> notifications only work. And so I got back from dinner on the Tuesday. Yeah. Tyler started following me on Twitter. I See, was like, hey, the righteous really? sack beating for Trilogy Oilfield That's Rentals it. is like, let's not pretend that we don't know what happened here. All these late bandwagoners. That's it, man. Where the fuck you been all this time? Where I've been, have they been? I've been around since 2014 in different forms. I don't remember the first message you left on BLTN. I don't remember most messages I'll even BLTN. But it's been well over a year. It was one of the first episodes like the first time you'd said we're going to do voicemails i jumped on like one of the first ones what is it about this show that kind of i don't know like i like participating it's it's cool because like i listen to real life and you know nation radio uh and fucking tyler and liam's show and Mm -hmm. like you know depending on work i'll listen to the pre and post game and stuff but this one's just like that more like interactive yeah like I felt like I remember, um, you know, real life did um, voicemails for a little bit, but I've, uh, that was more like, oh, you do one and then like that's it. You don't do them every week. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, this just being interactive and like I, you know, I live in a tiny little town, uh, you know, coal mining town, a thousand kilometers from Brisbane, where most of my friends and and all well, that sort of stuff live. So like during the week, you know, I got friends up up home and that but during the week it's like you're just chilling by yourself sure 
might be 40 degrees, having a couple of, having a, you know, having a little booze of a, of a often, few mid-strength beers because you're a responsible adult. Sitting out on the, you know, I'll walk the, walk the dogs in the afternoon, sit back, sit out on the back deck and um, put on Better Late Than Never and just sort of listen and it's just a good vibe and talk a bit of shit and then something, you know, when I'm listening, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to like chime in and leave a few voicemails. That's what I always wanted, right? Is I wanted to have, first of all, just a creative brain dump. I like weird shit. Yeah. I like weird pop culture stuff. I like awful TV shows that people are probably tired of me talking about over the last handful of years. But I always wanted to give it a space where people could participate, like the righteous sack beatings, something bothering you. I want to know what it is. And I want yeah. to work through it. And I, I like, like, I think that's the really good thing about the nation is like, obviously there's the serious, like everyday, like nation everyday with Tyler and like, or yep. there's nation radio. I was like, serious outlets to actually talk about the team and what needs to happen and that. But then it's also like real life and this and like whatever, where it's like, yeah, there's hockey talk, but it's more like if you're out of the bar, like if I'm out of the bar with my friend, like if, if, if we're all out of the bar tomorrow night, like talking hockey, you're not going to sit there for 90 minutes and talk hockey. Like let's straight. drill down into the power play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, who, who's on the, who's fourth, who's third left winger in fucking Bakersfield. God and damn like, it. When's Connor Brown going to score? Oh, oh, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, what's, what's Secker up? What's sexy Reg up to these days? Ah, the shin pad is awesome. Grilling with Griber. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, you've got like, that's what real life, you can talk shit and Chalmers can come in and fucking, you know, when he decides to show up, he can come and derail the, conversation for yeah, once a month. For, for 20 minutes and yep. you know it's cool you all pretend he's interesting and you know <laughs> whatever else but then it's like it's a good mix because like if i was at the bar with my friends and we're talking hockey you talk hockey for a bit you talk a little bit of shit later on and like it's just that good vibe like if it was just serious hockey every day it'd just be like boring mm-hmm so it's kind of like, you know, here's all these people that I talk to during games and, like, listen to for hours each week about, like, the team and all that. And here's, like, I can, you know, I listen to you guys 10, 10 hours a week plus tweeting on game days and shit. Yeah. And here's this one where I can actually, like, at least contribute something back. I love it. And, like, even just, yeah, and like I say, if it's a if it's a Saturday night and I'm just at home having a few having a few cheeky beers and you know if the Oilers have played on a one on a Saturday like Friday night here, that's Saturday lunchtime for me. Yep. So you know, second third period, I might crack a beer and by like six o'clock, I'm getting after it, and I just think, you know what, I'm going to leave some fucking voicemails. That's so. when the voicemails come in. That's it. So I am looking at these Dukes, and we've got plenty of work here to do. So yesterday I did my regularly scheduled program. Mm-hmm. I saved the voicemails. Excellent. Because I knew you were going to be here. I knew we were going to do this. I just think it's more fun. Why not? So I don't... I want you to see what I see. Right. As somebody who's left a bunch of voicemails. So all I see is just... Oh, yeah, so... The- yeah, right. Sometimes it's a name. Sometimes there's no name. Sometimes I just have to figure it out based on like, you know, I see one right here that's 11 seconds. I'm going to go ahead and guess that's Donkey Volley. Uh, that's probably Donkey Volley. You know? And who knows what the fuck he's going to say. 
I, I don't. I love he'll message like on like during the weekend, yeah. <laughs> you, you and he'll t- be like, "Oh, you said this the other day." Yeah, you laugh. guys, are, you guys aren't. You, you'll never see this coming. It's oh, you're not ready. This is, a, <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker. I could sit here for the next ten years and think of every possibility on the planet, and I would still not guess what the fuck you're going to talk. Is this is a game changer? Oh mate, pretty soon, pretty soon it'll be my podcast. Get rid of bag milk, and then you listen in on the you know the wet Thursday for me Wednesday, and it's like he's like, get your doors and your dog oil. I'm like, oh, bag milk's gonna listen to that and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm sending him the fucking roadcaster, and it's yeah, it's his it's it his podcast now. Like he's beaten me. Oh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes. Who are the voicemailers that are the worst? I'll give you mine. Nick, awful. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Nick. Yeah. I just see your names up here a lot uh, mm. this week, so we're going to get to it. Got to give a shout-out to our friends at Star Mechanical, though. Of course, they are Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing... Oh, what am I doing here, Dukes? There you go. Play the damn song, man. Star Mechanical is one of Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. They've been working within the community for over 20 years. Many of the homes built right here in Edmonton over the last two decades have had their plumbing and heating systems installed by Star Mechanical. Visit them at starmechanical.ca to schedule an appointment and let them help you keep your home running smoothly. Sounds like a pretty good fucking idea to me. Well, you've been here. Now you know the kind of temperatures we're dealing with. Oh, we need yeah. Star Mechanical around. Yeah, exactly. Like, I got that old janky heater in my hotel room. When I first got here, I was like, oh, like, this looks about 40. I don't know how, like... Yeah, Star Mechanical. Man, that right I up. wake up most nights. I'm tops off because it's too damn hot in my room. Mm-hmm. Like, it's minus 20 outside. I left the window cracked the other day. I didn't even notice because the heater was so damn hot. Star Mechanical. Star Me- I bet you Star Mechanical do that hotel. I'll give you a little tip. Can't guarantee. First voicemail, Dukes, you ready? Oh, sure. Good afternoon, ladies oh, and gentlemen of Better Late Never Fraternity. There might be one of us over there in Yegg right now. Take care of him. Seriously. I'll have a bit. Um, we too tussle a few times. <laughs> Just take care of that stupid little Australian pig, will you? Ah, I am so jealous. Take care, man. Love you to bits. Go and smash Edmonton. He was fucking half being nice there. I was was like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. And then he starts being nice. I'm like, oh, I can't kick a really, really, really old man while he's down. Well, Doggy no, Dolly, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect that from you right then. Yeah, that was, that was you know, hit, hit me, hit, caught me off guard. You, you know? know, he's got to go home and weep. He's got a nice, big, warm heart in oh, that. Oh, that's it. I, I tell you what, though, like we did try and I did try and um, organize. Like I gave him a lot of notice to try and like see if he could come over for even like part of the time. Yeah. And just, you know, different commitments and stuff. He couldn't make it work. Yeah. He's a pretty big wheel um, where he works. Apparently I was uh, compared to me. I'm just, <laughs> for they're, real? Like, they're like, fuck off for three weeks, man. We don't care. <laughs> it's like, I love the idea that that guy's got a job. But that's important. Yeah, <laughs> he's a ma- he's, he's like a manager. This is what he's doing on his off. Yeah. Time. I'm like, shit, man. Like <laughs> my, my boss saw my TikTok the other week. Yeah. I'm like, fuck at least you know, imagine if his boss saw this. <laughs> my boss was like, I said something. 
Oh, we're in Perth. It was like a really nice. I know we're getting sidetracked, but fuck. If you listen to this show, that's nah, all. That's all. That's all. That's all show. I am. Um, we're in Perth. It's a really nice building, like nice lighting, all that, like pretty shit. And there was this girl who, like, woman who kept walking out into the road and like flicking her hair back and like would do this turn. I'm like, like, what are you doing? You know, the boyfriend was like filming, and we're like, oh yeah, it's like, oh fucking TikTok. And then my boss was like, you can't talk, mate. I've seen you on there drinking out of hockey sticks. And I was like, we had like a few like big, you know, and, and I have a corporate job. So if you like bigger bosses sitting around the table and they're like, you what? And I was just like, you motherfucker. Like, I didn't think people actually. Yeah. Social media is not real. I put videos up there and no one ever no, sees no it. It just like it. fucks off into the atmosphere. Yeah, of course. And I was uh, uh, he's like, yeah, I fucking see you there all the time doing it. That's why I think it's hilarious that Jay's my boss and he encourages me to do this garbage, you know? Oh, yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> like, I say on oh, Friday, he's like, why haven't you been to the office yet? And I'm like, oh, it's like waiting to be invited. I didn't want to just turn up and be like, what's up, motherfucker? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. But, yeah, to, to so, yeah, Donkey, um, obviously a pretty serious person in real life um, when it's not coming to... When he's not sounds like his batteries. When are he's back. not on better late than never. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would have been awesome for him to be over here. It would have been great. People would have had to. I get message. I still not so much anymore. People would used to message me like, "Do you actually like? Do you guys like? What, where did your beef start? Like, why do you hate each other?" <laughs> and then when you said like, "Oh, we actually have the little three way group chat," like people were messaging me as if like, like disappointed, like I've been lying. Ah. No, we see, like, I think it's better off. that way. Like, fuck off. We don't plan bits. No. Like, that's not what happens in that group chat. No, it's, it's the, it's probably like, it's good for us to vent in there. So you like, if we didn't have that group chat, the voicemails would be fucking 40 minutes longer each week because it <laughs> they would already be, get long. It, yeah, exactly. It's like, here's all the outtakes and all the shit that you guys don't need to hear that like, yeah. we'll just get that off our chest. Sometimes I just think you guys are just doing a show for me at that point. Like I just like, yeah, to, like I don't even, I don't even contribute to the conversation. And, and, most of the time I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know and what? And I love I it. Cause it. like, you know, Saturday afternoon, by the time he starts drinking like his time, I'm like, you know, well into my Saturday. So I'm already like gone. See, we'll have, like, he'll call me up. Yeah, and I'll be like, oh, fuck, man, I've only got, like, two minutes. Like, I'm busy. What do you want? Like, I can't talk right now. Three hours later, we're still talking. I love it. But, um, and, yeah, I, I never met him, never knew he existed, never fucking anything before this pod. I didn't even have him on Twitter or anything. I love it. Just wild. Like, now we talk all the time, and I can't get fucking rid of the print. Let's see what we got. Up next, anonymous caller, who be you? Good afternoon. This is the donkey. Thanks to very charitable organizations, um, I'm delighted to announce Beef Call. A 24 hours a day um, scenario where you can phone for advice or just simply your worries in life, which we will respond with beef so here's the number oh double one double two double two double two double two double three double four um and if you are slow of writing because you would be otherwise you wouldn't be phoning it oh double two etc blah 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 anyway we'll respond with beef <laughs> uh-huh i was thinking that that's you know what <laughs> that's the first time i've ever get predicted what he's gonna say <laughs> I feel right. like if, if he's on dating 
sites. I sure. feel like hacking into it. And if he is on a date at some point, if he's ever going on a date, yeah. I'll fly over to England mm. and just hide a little tape recorder under the table. And it's like halfway through their real romantic dinner, I'll just play it and just it'll be whatever one, one of those was. voicemails come yeah. up to this woman. It just goes, Boof. Like, oh, yeah. Boof. Yeah. <laughs> Get your dog oil. I was like, uh, she's got to know what she's getting into. Like, um, listen, you know. we can't just have the highlight reel versions of ourselves, can we? Exactly. Like, you know? fuck, man. It is on. So the will of thousands. All right. I knew, like, I knew this was coming. I knew at there'd be at least one. At some point, we knew it was going to be at least one. But like I said, I, look. If I could have worked out a voice change, I Googled it. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't figure out yeah. how to do it and like have it on the speak pipe thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's not me. I can respect that sometimes they're funny, but like... Let's see where we go with it. Let's, let's keep listening. Sorry. I have been informed that some individuals have been speaking of me. Therefore, I have returned to grace you all with my presence. You are no closer to divulging my identity than ever before. This goose chase means that. A goose chase. It could be dangerous, way. I would like to inform you all of the true definition of good content on this podcast. If you ask a question, he'll research it for like... Yeah, three days later he'll be like, "Oh, I've done a bunch of reading in here." Because as like, we know, Dangerous Wade is uh, the, the Queen, R.I.P. Yeah, exactly. So and I'm like, it could be. Yeah, yeah well, this might... you've been accused. Yeah, man. Although I do think though that now we're getting to a point where Nick is pointing a lot of fingers. Desperate. When three des- of them are pointing right back at himself. Desperation, like you know. Let's see where this goes. Good content is that which people speak of for weeks on end. Unlike some individuals will make you believe. Mostly the Australian ones. Take shots at you again. I have the best content in the voicemail. Speak speak faster, mate. Like... And I, the new voice, I think there's a Yeah, new they've obviously had to change it up a bit. So if it's still the same person, your consistency's dog shit. Yeah. And if it's some imposter, like, why would you go, oh, I'm going to take the worst character that's ever been on a fucking podcast in history and I'm going to pretend to be them. Zol the Will of Thousands, the mystery continues. Zol the Will of fucking zero. Because last week, I, I know you didn't listen to it because you've been traveling, but mm. like last week I got accused of being Zol the Will of Thousands. I was like, why would I do this on my own show? I've got my own voice filters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I talk on here for an hour, so why yeah. don't I leave myself a voicemail so I can fit another minute in? Yeah. The, la- the What I need more of is to hear from me talking to me. Yeah, exactly. Talk to me. Another anonymous caller. What say you? Ask for you, Satan. You're an embarrassment. Satan? You are beneath me. How dare you call yourself the Lord of Darkness? You are nothing. Well, Satan's not with us today. He wasn't invited yeah. into the studio. That's it, man. He, he couldn't handle. He couldn't handle the smoke. He found out I was going to be here and fucked off real quick. He had plans. Yeah, it's Thursday night he's real watching busy. Friends reunion. Yeah, him and him and Chalmers are off brushing their teeth together. Yeah. It's their uh, biannual thing. 
Exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got the next ones coming in. Dukes from Ari. Oh, nice. The Rogers rocked in red event. The Rogers fucking scoundrel. <laughs> no. Not See, on that's still show. funny to me because I don't get that ad back home. So when I hear it here, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, Ari. I almost Ari. thought of like, maybe I could chuck that in here once. But I'm like, but then they started. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's perfect. That's, that's so good. Damn it, Ari. All right. Well, Sneaky motherfucker. Who we got here? I've got an idea. Good afternoon. This is the donkey. I'm delighted to announce, thanks to very general, general, what the fuck this is now take. <laughs> you know what? Some people should do multiple takes. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. So, some people should do zero takes, donkey. Uh, I love it. Take a week off, bro. Uh, that's so good. All right. Nicholas, what do you got to say? The Rogers rocked in red event. The Rogers. Son of a bitch. You know what, Nick? You recorded 90 seconds of that, and I gave you two. I hope you're proud of yourself. Man. <laughs> the Oilers played the Calgary Flames on Saturday and lost. Mm. Um, they played like shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, well. I don't, but I don't feel like rehashing the same stuff that you probably already did, BM. So, you know, we all know that they, they have to play better. If um, if I had to say one thing, I think Skinner's kind of overworked. This is like where we might have needed Jack Campbell. What do you think about that? You think Stu's getting too too much work? I think, yeah, like not by much. Like I don't think he's like exhausted, but I think it's like it's just a little getting bit beyond. Point. Like, yeah, like you know, if everything with Campbell went to plan, it would have been fine. But like Skinner's probably two, three years back from, like, where the team would need him to be right now. And if Campbell came in and worked and Skinner was the backup for another year or so, like, it would have been fine. But I think, yeah, it's just, um, like, you just can't quite risk uh, Pickard in as many. Like, I'd love to have Pickard do a few more starts, but it's like he's Because we've got a back-to-back weekend this weekend. I imagine Pickard's probably going to start on Saturday against Seattle. You give Stu, uh, Sid, and the Penguins on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like you just... Like, they'll give you a few games, and you're like, yeah, I'm happy with the goalies. We don't need to trade. Like, the two goalies we've got are good. And then, like, after another three games, you're like, fuck, man, we need a goalie. Yeah. And it just sort of switches back and forth between that. That's how I felt for, like, the whole season. Back to you, Ari. I wasn't bad uh yeah um i hope they beat the kings on monday though they did so instead i want to talk about something else sure i went and listened to last week's podcast Mm -hmm. and i haven't really thought about it before but my boy nick is right how do we know that you're not zold the will of thousands bag milk Hmm. I mean, I feel like my content is better than what we just heard from Zol. Yeah. Generally Je- speaking. Jesus Christ. I mean, like, I'm not saying I'm the best at doing this job of all time, but I do think I'm better than Zol the Will of Thousands. And I think that Satan's a better bit. Satan's a better bit. Yep. Full stop. Yep. Full stop. Next message. It's from our boy Waz. Oh. Bag milk. Just wanted to mention this real quick, but on Saturday at Greta, I set a new record for myself, a personal record in ski ball at 35,000 points. I was very impressed with myself. My girlfriend didn't really seem to care because I I beat her in ski ball, but 35,000, I think that's pretty impressive. I really wanted to share that with somebody who maybe might care. And I've kind of mastered a new technique when it comes to ski ball. So 
Yeah, you can say uh, I'm, a, I'm a big ski ball guy. Very proud of you, Waz. Uh, listen, yeah. sometimes ladies don't know what's sexy until it hits them right in the face. Mm. And I feel like it's going to take your missus a little bit of time to truly let that score sink in. Yeah. You know, you know, not everybody's putting up 35,000 when you're playing ski ball. Not it. everybody is as handsome as you are when you're doing it was. And I think yeah. that what happened with the missus was she was just so flabbergasted by your excellence. Without a doubt, man. Like, you know, like some people win an Olympic Metal and it, like it took a week for it to actually like sink in, and you know Cass is an amazing like you're doing really what you're you're punching above your weight was I think we all know it, but I think this is probably the first time where she's felt like oh crap maybe he like maybe we're on he, an even level here maybe yeah maybe he is good enough for me and so like that's just going to be an adjustment for Cass. It takes time. Yeah, she can't just accept the fact that you're worthy of her like straight away. You know. Excellence could be intimidating. Yeah, like I, you know, I met Was's dad the other day, which mm-hmm. is cool. I'm sure Cass met like met Was's dad and was like, yeah, all right, Was's, you know, if this is his dad, like he's he's good, he's sad, like, yeah, he'll do. Um, <laughs> and now this ski ball thing, she'd be like, well, yeah, definitely. Like now he's a provider. Now he's now he he's the man of the you know whatever. He's the man that blah 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 that's worthy of king of the castle. My king love. Of the castle. You know, and but it's just gonna take her a few days to you know to come around, man. But also, you've been sick for like three days. So did you just spend all your energy playing ski ball, and now <laughs> your body's so, yeah. like his immune system shut down like, after that accomplishment? Like, like he, he could barely stand up because he's so tired. And he's like more ski ball. Take it. You know what? You know, he put his ten thousand hours in. No, that, yeah, that's it. it either way, it was. I'm incredibly proud of you, mate. And if if anyone could do that, I'm glad it was you. Was. I feel like uh, this could be one of the greatest moments of your life, my friend. Yeah. I you know? hope you filmed it. I hope you did film it. I hope you did. Because you know what? You might need to bring that up for the missus a little bit later down there. Yeah, that's it. Just a reminder. Show her where the bear shits, right? And it's right there on the ski ball court. Yeah, that's it. Right in that middle 10,000 hole. Next up, Kyle the Embalmer. What do you guys say? All right. Now on to the hockey. Um uh, yeah, yesterday he wanted to talk about Love is Blind. <laughs> oh, like, okay, I yeah. didn't think you'd give a fuck about Love is Blind, so we covered that yesterday. Yeah, no, Back to you, good. Kyle. Just obviously the Oilers beat uh, LA tonight. Yep. I'm glad they managed to come. Let me ask you about that game. You were at the LA game. That was fucking good. Oilers were down two separate times by a goal early in the first period, came back and tied it. Early in the second period, came back and tied it. Third period, ran the show. Ended off with a 4-2 win. My boy Nuge gets the fourth goal. Everybody's excited. That was the first win you saw. Mm-hmm. What was it like in the barn? It, it, it was fucking crazy. Like, it was one of those, like, the wild game and then the Battle of Alberta. Like, you just, you know, the period ends. You go up to the concourse and you just like, eh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But in the LA game, even after the first, like, you just had that feeling that, like, something was going to happen, like, that they were going to turn it. But then it's like, you know, you, I, I feel that, I get that feeling a lot at home. I'm like, oh, they're going to come back. And they do put on a comeback and it's just like not enough to get the job done. Yeah. So even though when you have that feeling where you're like, yeah, no, it looks like, like I just get that vibe that like they're about to fucking sort it out. It still doesn't always like fully come through. Um, so to be there in person and actually go from like, oh yeah, still feeling pretty good. Like to act, watch them actually like claw back in and then fucking win. And especially over those motherfuckers, like fuck mm-hmm. the Kings all day for real. Forever and ever. Um, my favorite pastime ever on Oilers Twitter is dunking on Kings fans. Cause they suck. 
Um, so that was like extra special. Uh, but also like Brandon and, and his wife, like it was their last game yeah. here and they hadn't seen a win yet. So like to be able to, you know, they, we didn't sit together, but we like met up well, before the game and after the game, whatever. So like just to see them being really happy about, oh, we can actually go home. Like we've actually seen a win now. Like yep. got to hear La Bamba. Yeah. We're flying home tomorrow. It would have sucked if all our games were a loss. So I was happy for them, but just like for myself and, and Jack and just everyone as well, like, you know, that Battle of Alberta, we could have lost 10-0 and I still would have had the most incredible time. So to actually see a win and against the Kings where like it was actually a game that meant something in the standings too. Like it wasn't just... Well, this would have got bumped down to a wild card spot. Exactly. And it was just like, want to beat the Kings because fuck the Kings, hate the Kings. But also it's like this... Yeah, in the points race, this is actually important. Of course. So, like, it was good on that front as well. Like, it was just, per- like, everything about it was just perfect. And, yeah, sorry to Brandon for staying out a little late and making you uh, miss your flight the next day. But I just noticed you have a George Costanza tattoo. I do have a George Costanza That's tattoo. That's amazing. I fucking love it. Kyle, back to you. After being down twice in that game, because I was not liking the fact that we were down after the last few games against Mini and Calgary. Mm. Uh, let's also not talk about that Calgary game because, <laughs> whew, yeah. Yeah, it was um, Hopefully this beating this LA team, which we kind of needed, can hopefully get us back on track. I, I'm not entirely – I don't entirely believe it, it that we're there quite, but let's hope we are. Um. We've got a couple more games this week. Um, I will be coming down for a little brunch for Ben. Brunch for Ben coming up on Saturday. That is at Greta downtown, nationgear.ca. There's still limited tickets available. If you want to join us, we're raising money for the Ben Stelter Foundation. It is a great cause. We're going to watch some hockey. Mm. We're going to have a cocktail. We're mm. going to raise some money for charity. And we're going to cheer on the boys to a third straight win. Back to mm-hmm. you, Kyle. Nationgear.ca if you want to get some tickets. Uh, the only thing I'm not looking forward to about brunch for Ben is, um, although Greta is a great place, uh, as far as I know, the viewing parties were uh, 0 for 4 at Greta. Um, I've watched a few a couple of games there. One of them was the loss to Vegas in the playoffs, and the last one was game one against Vancouver. Mm. So, mm. Um, anyway, I look Sound, forward to seeing everybody at brunch for Ben, raising some money for the kids. Uh, for the Ben Stelter Fund. And uh, that's it for this week. We will see you Saturday, my friend. Hell yeah. We got to turn that record around one win at a time. That's it. We'll just got to will it into existence. Got to will it into existence. We're going to manifest. Fucking Seattle. Whatever you got in your betting account, dump the clip. That's it. Ari, you're up. I'm at the the gym, and uh, I had a thought really quickly. Um... I've come to the conclusion that, uh, yeah, um, bag milk, you are a soul of the will of thousands. <laughs> Ari, shut the fuck up. Just kidding. I'm not with all the will of thousands. <laughs> like, of all, you're at the gym. Of all the things, to, like sitting there at the gym, like, you know, you're there doing your workout. There's lots of strong people around. You get, you know, you're there feeling good, feeling sweaty, like getting a pump on, whatever. I used to do the gym thing. Obviously, it was a long fucking time ago. 
I've never once said, oh, I bet you that motherfucker plays that character on that podcast, man. Well, here's the thing now. Nick and Ari are accusing me of being Zolda Will of Thousands when those are two are the most likely to do it. Exactly. I still feel like Zolda Will of Thousands, the speech cadence is very similar to Ari's natural speaking voice. And I still have a hard time picking apart Nick and Ari anyway. So, like, it could even be both of them. I don't know. There's Ari. Here's Nick. Yo, Big Milk. Last week, I accused you of being Zolda Will of Thousands. And then you accused me right back of being Zolda Will of Thousands. That is, I did. So, um, here, I'm going I'm to defend myself. <coughs> Pull yourself together. That's a good I defense. wish I was Zolda Will of Thousands. It would be really fucking funny if I was. And you're right. I do have the means, opportunity, and motive to be Zolda. The difference is the one big thing you're missing. I was never allowed to play video games as a kid. Um, the only console I ever had as a kid was a Wii. And you ain't playing whatever games Zolda Will of Thousands is on a fucking Wii. See, and that was another thing. I, I didn't even know who Zolda Will of Thousands I, I had to Google I it. I still don't know it. But, like, even if it was, like, fuck. I, I could pick a random name off the internet of a game that I never played. <laughs> sure. Like, just because, yeah, you know. If I was going to, if I'm like, I'm going to, like, what's a really shit, what's a really fucking terrible shit unentertaining character I can do for a podcast bit. Yeah. I know. I'll Google old video games and Mm -hmm. find a character name because then I'll be like, hey, I don't play fucking 1980s NES. It can't be me. (laughs) I've never played a game in my life. It's like the fucking border agent when I got, when I came in. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're going to Edmonton? Like, well, I was like, well, yeah, watching hockey. And he's like, oh, why? I'm like, what do you mean? Because I fucking like hockey. Like, God, do you know people from there? And I'm like, yeah, and he's like, how do you know people in Edmonton? It's 2014, uh, 2024, yeah, the, the bro. Like, ever everywhere. heard of the fucking internet, dude? Like, Internet's open everywhere. And just start writing fucking, you know, mail, like writing letters to people with <laughs> <Yeah>. random addresses <laughs> in Edmonton in hopes that in three months I'll get one back. Once upon a time, I threw a jug in the, in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> You're... You're on the east coast of Australia and you threw that bottle in the ocean and where yeah, did it end it, up? It, it, Landlocked Edmonton. Oh, that's it. It somehow floated <laughs> down the river. Like, fuck, man, give me a break. We all have the internet. If you didn't have the internet, you wouldn't listen to this fucking podcast. All right, Nick, back to you. You can continue your accusations of me. I'm pretty sure that game came out after Wii games start stopped being made. Um. Both of my parents had their master's degrees, and one of my dad's cousins worked at the university. And kind of early back in the day, they had a lot of problems with video game addictions and people flunking out of university primarily because they'd stay up and play video games. So my parents never <laughs> let me or my cowards. sister have video games. You got I, the first time I played Mario Kart, I was fucking 21. And by the time okay. I became an adult and I got my own adult money, I didn't want to fucking spend it on an Xbox. I'd rather buy beer. I get j- just breathe. Just <laughs> so breathe. as much as I wish I was Zolda Will of Thousands, <laughs> I mean- had no fucking clue who that guy was. Why do you? And wish I will you send would- you pictures of the Wii to prove it. I will send you pictures of the Wii. <laughs> He's gonna send pictures of his Wii. Why would you? For, for, okay, why would you wish you were Zolda Will of Thousands? And second of all. <laughs> <laughs> I I also have a Wii back home. Yeah, I, I do too. Play the fucking thing, but I, I have it. Yep. And then look, college kids 
failing because of video games. All of them did. Motherfucker, I was playing Fortnite till like four in the morning and working a full-time job while I studied my degree. And I'm fucking dumb. So, like, if I passed, what's your what's their excuse? Figure it out, Nick. Fuck, man. If I can do it, it can't be that hard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, we got another anonymous caller here. Dukes, let's see what we got. It generally took me, good afternoon, it generally took me about seven times to even record that, um, which wasn't great, let's be honest, um, but just thought I, I should the first one, which was a bit crap, but hey, you know. They all blend, mate, they all blend. For every genius, is a fuck-up. Hey, what? <laughs> Hang on, never mind. Anyway, love you, get stuffed, love you, ta fuck off, etc. Beef. Etc. Ah. I love that dude. I never get tired of him ever. It's just, yeah, like whenever I get a message from him, it could be just one little word about like a soccer school. It's just like, or like that was 26 seconds of what were you talking about? Yeah, like I, I listened to the end of that. Like if, if you got to the end of that and like it stopped and you go, what did he talk about in that? I'll be like, I don't fucking know. Even though I just <laughs> I listened to it, I've already like, I'm just, what? No, I don't know. But it's in, in a good way. I, I love guess. him. Yeah. I love him so much. Ari... What else are you doing at the gym? Well, I'm at it, right? Um, I watched that documentary, Lover, Stalker, Killer, or whatever the hell it was called, that yeah, was the thing great. with Liz Goyar. Um, Nick does not sound like that person. I think you're deflecting. <laughs> the word's projecting. Um, <laughs> reflecting. But also, like, if you're a lover, stalker, killer, yeah, you got to actually be in love with a relationship with someone first, right? Yeah. So I don't think many listeners to this podcast doesn't seem like they actually get into the relationships. So the women are probably safe because you don't even get to the love stage. So like, you're fine. Take a deep breath. See, I like that Ari and Nick are, they're ganging up on me now. Yeah. Well, geez, man, wounded animals always attack first. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey. yeah. All right. Speaking of which I got Nick again. Oof. Yo, Big Milk, uh, yeah. I just drove home and looked up Zor, the World of Thousands. He's from a video game series called Destiny, which released first released in 2014. Now, maybe Nintendo was still making video games then for the Wii, but I highly doubt a game called Destiny with a guy named Zor, the World of Thousands, would have a Wii game. So, there's no way I could be Zor, because I don't know who the fuck this guy is, because I didn't have a console to play with him. Also, am I allowed to shit on Oilers Nation staff members in here? Because... I'm who do you who do you think he's shitting on? We're gonna shit on some nation staff members now. Nick, I will allow it. We will see where you go with shitting on the nation staff members. I will allow it. Because Liam Horbin has been pissing me off like crazy lately. <laughs> I can't watch Say to his face. every day. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Liam Horbin has been pissing me off lately. It, it just it makes me too mad. And I used to think it was because I don't like Uremchuk. But I realized it's, I, I dislike Liam more than Uremchuk. All <laughs> Liam does is bitch and whine <laughs> when the team is doing bad. Yeah, you're I should say, when he's criticizing the team, whining, all he does right? is bitch and whine. There's a way to criticize the team. And I think you do it well. And I think the nation, Dan, does it really well. <laughs> Liam just fucking complains. He just <laughs> complains. And I know... I shouldn't be criticizing because I'm the biggest whiner out there. I don't get paid to do that. This is man's literal job. <laughs> and he whines like he's a little girl. He oh, whines like a little girl. Like, I have had to turn off Oilers Nicholas. Nation Radio 
four fucking times in a row because I am just <laughs> fuming mad from listening to Liam talk. Um. Anyways, um, I'm sure they're both fantastic it. guys, but I just have to say that. I I just really wish that every sporting pundit that I listened to criticized the team in exactly a way that was okay with me. Oh, I love it. Like, I can't imagine having to talk about the team every day and when the team aren't playing well and you just jump online and go, everything's great, man, we're going to be good, no one will fucking take you seriously. They've got to say bad things about the team sometimes. It's their fucking job. And I I repeat, he's English. Yeah. He's, you know, he's born in a cloudy country. Like, Their food is awful. If you drink ten cups of tea each day and go home and eat a bald sheep's head for dinner, you're like, you're like of you course you're going to be too. pessimist. Yeah, of course. Come you on, know, like fuck, man. Like just, I don't agree with everything Ta- Tyler says. No, oh, I don't agree with fuck, most man. things Tyler says. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm turning this show off. Uh, fuck, I love man. It. You, you listen to this, and I talk on this show. So, like, your fucking standard's not set too high there, champion. We got an anonymous caller here. 14 seconds. I've got an idea. <laughs> we'll see. Anyone's guess. Hi, Bag to Milk. Oh. Kate here. Just watched the Edmonton-St. Louis game and cannot get over how good the Nuge back check was to prevent that goal. Go Oilers. That voice is sultry. Yeah. Ooh. Every time. Hey, girl, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 100%. The back check by Nibs yeah. last night was just, it was magic. He saved that game, in my opinion. Yeah, and I was like, I already had a good feeling, but like that was the moment for me. Like when I watched that happen, I was like, yep. Yeah, Placement bananas, game. right? We've got this now. Like this is our game. That was the momentum shifter. Because Stu could have saved it. Mm. Didn't even have to. That's it. And then to see how fired up Stu was by Nuge ripping back, stealing the puck and turning it around. Big stick claps the other way. Love to see it. My guy yeah. with amazing, amazing thievery on the play. Exactly. Because, I mean, like, even though if someone is coming in 1-0 on on the goalie, the goal, even the goal, even when the goalie's like, oh, it's 90% chance I save this, there's still a chance that of course. they don't. So of course. to have someone come in and, like, eliminate that completely... What I don't know was what he was doing. Uh, Robert Thomas, that was like, why did you just stop moving? Yeah, he should have just gunned it. I didn't understand that part, but you left the door open for you to be a cheeky little puck thief, and I love him. Play stupid games, motherfucker. That voice, though. Hey, girl. How you doing? You all right? All right. right. Let's let's watch some news highlights. What's up? (laughs) Welcome to Better Late Than Never. How Mm -hmm. you doing? All right, I got two questions for Dukes. Um, one, what has been your favorite part of the city so far in your time here? And the other question, uh, back in Australia, right? What is the weirdest thing that's crawled into your house? Because I know something's crawled into your house. Uh, one more thing, check out the Talus balls on the Grote Road because they're awesome and somebody got stuck in there once. And the baseball bat at 97th Street, if you already haven't Ooh. seen those two attractions. So, what was you that? can spin the bat around. So I way. missed the second part. So yeah, the coffee. thing about Australia. I missed the second part. So All right, I got two questions. The other question, mm-hmm. uh, back in Australia, right? What is the weirdest thing that's crawled into your house? Because <laughs> the weirdest May. thing that crawled into your house? Me? Um, oh. See, the thing with Australia, right? Like, I spent a year there because I did the East Coast. I did the backpacking mm. thing and the hostel, blah, blah, blah. Everybody from here always assumes 
that it's nothing but huntsmen's everywhere in your house. You know what I mean? And snakes everywhere. And while yeah. there is some of that shit, of course there is. Yeah, there is. Like, fuck, man. It's not... It's not. Like, it's like when I say to guys, oh, yeah, you have bears. And you go, oh, yeah, but they're not here. And I'm like, well, exactly. Yeah. Like, I had huntsmen's gro- like in my house growing up, but, like, you'll see them up in the corner, like, so high up that you can't touch them. Mm-hmm. If you even walk to that side of the room, they fucking run away. Mm-hmm. Like, they eat bugs and... I don't know about if you've ever had a fly flying around your room in summer and it's just like it's already hot and annoying and you just yep. can't get the fucking fly it. Huntsmen's eat them motherfuckers, man. Mm-hmm. I've never had a snake come inside. I've had I've found heaps of snakes in the yard and like under the house and shit, but like that's where they live. And same thing, I'd rather have a snake in my roof than like mice in my house. But like I don't know, like I'm an enviro, so like my job is like walking out into the bush, like where all these things live, and I see more snakes than most people, but I still don't see that many. The gnarliest thing I saw when I was in Australia was I was up in Cairns, mm-hmm. and I was in this like little apartment building that had a pool down in it, and I was just chilling at the pool because I was living there for a few months, and I just heard like this like scratching kind of sound. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I look over and there was a spider dragging a bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Into its like burrow or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? And this old Aussie dude who lived in the same building, he goes, oh, mate, he's all right. That's just Igor. I'm like, you named him? (laughs) But it's, yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, you saw it take off a small bird and you're like, oh, my God, we're a lot bigger than a bird. So, like, a spider can't come and just drag me off. Uh, second question from Ari was, what was your favorite part of the city so far? Favorite part of Edmonton? Like, I, it's the people. Like, walking around here is really cool. Seeing all the different things downtown is really cool. But, like, the people have made this trip. You know, I was just some guy. I was happy to let, I was happy to fly over here, have no one know me. Like, go and watch a couple of games, meet some random Oilers you bring fans up on your face at, a little bit? at bars. Thank and, you. um, and just like, be be around the Oilers, the vibe while during games. So like, yeah, the thing that's made that is is everyone. You know, some of the people that have been the most generous to me are people I've barely even spoke to before. And um, that's me, like as somebody and that's, that gets to watch it. That's yeah, I'm so happy you're having that experience. Like, like I'll go home, and in six months from now, I still will have a tough time like describing how awesome this has all been. And, yeah, like, most of that, you know, even if all the people sucked, I'd still have a good trip because, like, I'd come over here and watch the Oilers and, like, that's fine. But just, yeah, being amongst it all, like, it's gone from, oh, yeah, a couple, you know, a couple couple more years, like, I'll come back again and do it and watch more hockey. But, like, the I'm like, man, i got to come back here as soon as I fucking can because, like, it's just, it's just wild, you know? Love that. I've got, well, like six more days here, no more games. I'm not going to any more games, but I'm like, I'm still just psyched because I'm like, it's just a bunch of days to like, you know, hang out with people and catch up and go for a drink or a coffee and just talk a bit of shit and just be amongst Like it. even just this, I was super excited just to do this one. Yeah, hell yeah. Because first of all, it's different. Normally I do this show in my house by myself. Mm. So it's fun just to do it with you here and just get your experience and just kind of like walk the listeners through some of what's going on here. I just think it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I mean, for me, obviously, like a big part of the reason people know who I am is because of this show. So like that's not lost on me as well. Well, I appreciate you, buddy.
Yo, babe. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, talking to yourself out, mate. My phone. Um, Dukes, yeah, uh, how is Edmonton? That's pretty um, good. How's the snow? Cold. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> so, Big Mug, I want to ask you a question. This Thanks, is something mate. I've been seeing a lot with the Oilers lately, <laughs> and I wonder if it's j- maybe just me, and I'm just I'm just seeing it, and I'm like fucking crazy or something. Uh-huh. Or I wonder if this is something you've been observing. Sure. Maybe some other you know listeners have been observing. Um, I think the Oilers are trying to get too fancy. And what I mean is I just feel like I see it every fucking game way too much where they go, the Oilers try to make a, they're trying to break out of the zone. And instead of making the easy play off the boards or the easy flick out, they try to go for like the fancy pass and they, and they bobble it or it gets deflected. It gets intercepted and it leads to a goal against, or it leads to a, to a scoring chance. I know there was that Evander Kane one versus Boston, I want to say, but I feel like I've been seeing them giving up a lot of, grade a scoring chances off plays that at the very least if you just flick it if you just get it another two feet out of the zone the other team has to clear um yeah i mean i, I agree like when the others are struggling they tend to overcomplicate the game when they're at their best they're playing very simple it's very north south they're not trying to force passes through in areas that aren't there they're shooting on net they're going to the crease they're collecting the garbage it's the zach hyman model of play but more than just zach hyman is doing it so yeah nick you're you're right the others do that a lot when they're struggling and the nice part about it is the last two games at least against la and st louis they've kind of limited those and you see the results are following. And I think that when the Oilers are at their best, they're playing a simple game. So, yes, mm-hmm. I agree with you. This one comes in from Electronic Jordan. Ducks. Yeah, mate. Gotta ask, what's your favorite nation memory? Your favorite nation? And why is it how amazing I am? Why do you love Electronic Jordan? <laughs> What is uh, for real? What, do you have a favorite nation memory just interacting with the community outside of this trip? Obviously, because like, this one is a new, new high. Probably, I don't even know. Like, it's just the fact that I can be over in the middle of fucking Queensland on a random Monday afternoon when a game's on, and I can just jump on. No, I'm there watching it alone. I can jump on Twitter, and there's automatically like hundreds of people that I'm watching along with. Yep. So, like, you know. When it when we score or when telling you know, you post out a little gif and then someone will reply with theirs or like talking a bit of shit back and forth like that that's the best like there's not really like if I thought hard about it there'd probably be a few moments that like stick out but it's just the whole the whole thing in general um, you know the reason I love this team so much is because community is so great and I look forward to game day like I look forward to being able to jump on Twitter in the afternoon when a game starts and like talk to everyone about it because, you know, back home I've got friends that are hockey fans, but none of like we, there's no team over there. You can choose whoever you want. So pretty much everyone goes for like completely random different teams. So like, and even people who know the Oilers don't know them to the depth of like, you know, the nation citizens and that do. So just being able to, to jump on online, during a game and just share games with people and like some of the the playoff runs like last year the playoff run like how like the moss pit and everything yeah and just like you know 
I remember talking to Kennedy and a few other people, but just everyone in general, like sharing their photos and their videos of like what it was like to walk around the city and be at the games or like just be around and like what it was like. And for like people for me back home who like no one back home even knew the fucking playoffs or like, you know, hockey's not a thing over there unless you're in the hockey community. So just being able to like jump on Twitter or Instagram or whatever and like live vicariously through everyone that was over here, like to experience those playoff runs. Um, like that, that was really special because otherwise like, you know, I'd just see what the game, what they show on game day on the telecast. I wouldn't be seeing all the, the moss pit and the this and the that and the, the excitement of the, of the team and just hearing it in everyone's voices on the podcast, like just how much more it meant for that time of year. Like that's the stuff that, that I love so much about, about it. So yeah, it's not necessarily just a moment here or there, but like just those things in general. That, that's going to be the next one for you. So we got to get you over here for the playoffs. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, just one year when they actually playing really well from the start, I can try and organize it. Cause like you've been to games now here mm. and you've seen what it's like in the regular season. Oh yeah, exactly. It is a different animal. And this city is so much fun when the Oilers are in the playoffs. I can, I can imagine. Like, it's been... I went out on Monday after the LA game, and that was unreal. It's one of the best nights of my life. That was a fucking Monday yeah. when it was minus 25 after Just a regular a Monday season Monday in February. Exactly. Like, yeah. We're working through uh, last voicemail coming up, Dukes, from the Star Mechanical voicemail. This one is an anonymous caller that came in as we were recording. Oh, I wonder who that might be. We shall see. Good afternoon. Oh, fuck's sake. This is the dong here. <laughs> this might be a time when uh, Mr. Bugged Milk and Dukes are actually recording. Uh, given my time, it's... Fucking stalker. 16 minutes past midnight. So there might be going... Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd um, sign in. And see if it comes up live on the old podcast. Good afternoon. Hey, bat milk. Look after that ugly bastard, will you? <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Good afternoon. The voicemail. Brought to you by Star Mechanical, starmechanical.ca. Let them help you make sure your home is running smoothly. That's it. That motherfucker. I told her, I was like, oh, you, we should try and like patch you in. He's like, no, I won't be awake. <laughs> he's leaving voicemails he's during, going, yeah. motherfucker. He knows that he's not ready for this. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't on this level. Well, so I always wanted to do the BLTN presidential debate thing. Yeah. But the time zones between the three of us oh, are it's, so it's fucked. dog shit. And, and it was like, um, you know, we could really only do it on a weekend, say. Yeah. And there's probably only like a two-hour window each weekend. Yeah. And just finding a Saturday where I'm not out in the afternoon and he's not out in the, you know, and you're not and out I in the And I wasn't doing whatever. It's the weekend. We've all got jobs. We've got shit to do. Yeah. But also, yeah, so it'd be like four o'clock my time. I'm heading out for to go and see friends or whatever. Yeah. It's morning for you. or Yeah, so it just never... It wasn't for lack of trying. No, no, we all tried. I know we all... We the, will do it eventually. The whole reason we made that vo- uh, group chat was to try and arrange it. To try and figure it, it out. And it just never... 
even in there, like I'll wake up to a bunch of messages from, from donkey and then like, I'll send some, but like then they're asleep and it's just, it's fucking just time, man. The time zones are difficult, but uh, we'll figure it out. Hmm. Well, like since you're here, Oh, it's one, one. I mean, like, yeah, one little bit. If we're talking about the presidential election of better late than never, you know, like, well, you know, I mean, somebody's here and other one's not. Yeah, I- exactly. And like, like, I know Ben threw his name in the hat, but then, you know, Ben disappeared. Now he's back. And he's gone. Is he, he like, he, man, he shows up less than Chalmers. Like, I know. What can you, you can only do so much, man. Like, you know, I'm trying to raise him right. Exactly, we can on only school. do so much. Like he's just rebelling against our parenting. <laughs> listen, listen, Ben. If we we need a president that shows up to work, yeah, yeah, Benny boy. Even I show up to work, <laughs> and I'm a lazy person. Well, I just want to say thank <laughs> you, man. Thank you. I could say it to your face. Thank you for all the voicemails. Thank you for doing an hour and twenty minutes with me. Thanks for just hanging out. And uh, just thanks for being a part of my podcast. It means the world to me. Oh, it, same, same goes, mate. Like I say, like um, the hospitality and everything that everyone's shown me on this trip has just been like, like I'll never forget it. And I know that a big part of that is because of this podcast. So like, I don't, you know, I get to talk shit and just like interact with someone rather than just have listening, like, you know, having it playing back to me. Um, so even that's cool in itself. And then everything else that's come from it, you know, like I wouldn't be sitting here right now recording this on this trip. I wouldn't have met most of the people I have met on this trip. If it wasn't for this podcast. So like as much as it's you know good for you, you know, you guys to have another like outlet to talk a bit of shit and whatever, like for us Oilers fans that don't live within Edmonton or, you know, that here, there and everywhere, like, yeah, it's my one, it's the one place that I can actually contribute and be part of the conversation and actually like talk back to you guys. So like that in itself is is huge for me, um, and it's something I really look forward to each week. Uh, whether I leave voicemails or not, it's just something I always want to listen to. Like you know what everyone's up to, and it feels like our own little crew with inside the nation. It is. It's, type, a, it's yeah, like our like, own little community within a larger. Yeah, community. exactly. And like, I've been able to just be myself. Like, you know, you get on, talk a bit of rubbish, like, you know, whatever, but like, yeah. it's just completely unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Most of the times I hit record, I don't even know what it is I'm going to say. I'll just start talking. And if after like 20 seconds, it's not making sense, I'll just like, nah, that, that was going nowhere. And I'll just delete it. Um, but yeah, just being able to come on a podcast and talk shit, uh, you know, about the hockey or just just be a part of it all. Like, it's just, it's unreal. And it's, yeah, without it, I wouldn't have nearly as, as good of an experience as, as this trip's given me. So, well, thank you, man. That, man. I appreciate you. Don't stop leaving voicemails. This podcast uh, is, it's as stupid as it is. That's it. Is bigger than I ever thought it would be, and you're a huge part of making that happen. So I appreciate you. No, I appreciate it as well, mate. Thank you. For the audio department, Trilogy Oldfield Rentals and Star Mechanical. There's the bonus episode of BLTN That's with my it. boy Dukes. Don't be sad.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.